intersects like two lines or a Venn diagram, not like sex. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 326. Your hosts, Randy and Jason. Here it is, the final day of August 2021, otherwise known as March 612th, 2020. That's right. Nah, not really. I mean, we're sort of out of the pandemic, but yet we're not. But yet my kids are back in school, so it's back to that, and masks, and that stress, and I'm just like, what? So. There's uh, no mask stress. No, no, no. I said back to school stress. Okay. Okay. I, I didn't say mask stress. Just clarify. Yeah. I mean, we can get into the mask stress. I don't really need to. I don't think. This is, the masks are not a hill I'm going to die on. Uh, Good. All right. There's just a small bump in your road of tyranny. Uh, I'm tyranny? I'm tyrannical? No, I don't know. What's the someone tyrannizing you? The word? Uh, <laughs> oppression, I think, is the word okay. that you're looking for. The, this bump in my road of my oppression, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um. Uh, okay. Yeah. My kids are not in school yet. Um, Thursday. We go back. They start Thursday. They go for two days. Then they get four days off. <laughs> yes. So my kids started Monday. Monday yeah. t- they're going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So they're going four days. And then they have five days off. And then they have five days off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have Friday off. And then Monday and Why Tuesday. do they have Friday off? Is it a teacher caucus? They don't want to get the kids too stressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You know I'm a big fan of that. To be honest, for a solid five day week, I guess be four on, five off, three on, two off. It's yeah. just and then I. Oh, they're gonna go right. Over. I've already been prepping them, so I've been like, "All right, we're gonna yeah. do some mock school days." You go into <laughs> this class, really? yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's look through your schedule, and I want you to kind of write down what your day's like, hour by hour, and, and that kind of thing. Huh. They're, they're, they spent most of the day organizing their school supplies into uh, the binders and the paper and mm. the, one of one of my daughter's friends was over and she was helping her and she, they were reading the checklist that I printed out from the school and it's like yeah they're asking funny questions it says they need 50 uh sheet protectors should we put all 50 of those in her binder <laughs> and i'm like you know you got to understand you got to think of the practicality here, right, kids? Like, what are these things even for? We put papers in. Who knows what the teachers are going to do with these? But do you think they're going to hand you 50 things on the first day to put in those sheets? <laughs> it's, I, I doubt it. You know? And they say, so put a couple in there. I don't care. Think of something. You, you decide, right? Why do we need 10 glue sticks? Should we put all 10 <laughs> glue sticks in my pencil box? And same thing, kids. I don't know. Some of the things in the list are literally for you to bring in in case the other kids didn't, which is for some reason an angle of like socialism that makes me angry because it's like that's the that's the thing that gets you. This is the thing that makes me angry. Yes, (laughs) that's funny because it's like a predetermined force (laughs) donation. You know, if you if they made a list of supplies they wanted for the room, I'd be like, yeah, I bought them all. There you go. I yep. But it's like. I want make your kids bring in ten glue sticks and then uh, snack packs was on the list yeah. too, like individual snack packs, uh, no specified quantity. I'm like, uh, well, yeah, we're gonna pack a lunch for them. What is this about? My wife's <laughs> like, no, that's for that. Those are snack packs for like the kids who may not have a snack. I'm like, <sighs> <Don't>. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny that that's the thing that gets you. Oh, it gets man. to me that they're predicting that it's gonna no, be a problem. I understand. Yeah. It's a, it, it, but it, the couple of things to dig into here, like the first, the abstract, the, that, that mentality for kids, like tonight, my son had to, you know, he, he's now in high school, but so that's a whole yeah. nother ball game, right? But he goes and then he's got some homework tonight and the homework is find a picture of something you did this summer and tell us why, you know, it's just a mental exercise. Let's start thinking about like, writing stuff down and making cohesion thought cohesion cohesive cohesive yeah i was going with cogent or cogent cohesive i don't know whatever making cohesive thoughts maybe yeah whatever just like hey let's let's apply some of your brain to writing right yeah and he's like frozen and he's like 
I can't find a picture. I don't know what to take a picture of. I just don't know what, what picture, right? And then what do I write? And it's like, dude, it doesn't matter what you write. They don't care. They just want you to write something. Like, why, like, why would you pick that picture? I don't know. It's a good memory. Like, of all the BS that he gives us, and then he won't write some just BS down on a piece of paper. And I'm just like, dude, just write something. It doesn't it's matter. It's hard to get started. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. And then, but it's, it's sort of also the abstract, like, what do I do with all these sheets? N- nobody oh, knows. Yeah. Like, just, Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yes. But just, I think that's the uh, critical thinking that's important. Let's decipher the list. You're supposed to have eight (laughs) highlighters, but they're all the same color. Do you think you need eight highlighters stuffed into your pencil box? And they're like, no, maybe, maybe they want them for later in case they lose one or it runs out. I'm like, that's probably smart. So how many do you think you should put in there? And your friend's like, I think we should just do two. Let's put two in there. (laughs) Two sounds pretty safe to me because one, Maybe it dries out or something, or that one's defective. You've got a yeah. backup highlighter. Yeah, you got a backup. But you could also risk it with one, and yeah. then you have no turnover. So when that one does run out, you're in trouble. But what are they going to highlight? They need like eight I, highlighters for the, the school supply list is – and the, yeah, and when they're in like first grade, bring 50 markers. You want <laughs> – yeah. A thousand markers in that classroom? Like, that's what the, this is the teacher asked for. We got yeah. 20 kids. I'm like, are you serious? But okay. <laughs> are you serious with this? Yeah. Yeah. And then at the end of the year, you get back like 48 and you're like, what happened to two of them? How did just two randomly disappear? Like, how is, I, why are you sending bought, any back? Like, I don't, yeah. yeah. I bought everything. And I think we wait, we spent so much money. On, I'm like, forget it. I'm not going to, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to the, People love going to the store and they're shopping. This is um, so much fun. We see back you're school a shopping. Happy Chancellor. Yeah. I no, mean, I you're was a just like privileged that you can just be like, I don't need the sale at Staples or Kmart oh, or sure. Target. Oh, sure. Well, they, I mean, everything was still kind of on sale anyway. Mm. But I'm just like, okay, paper, this, pencils, that. Mm. Get the cal- We recommend this calculator. Get the calculator they recommend. What, everything. But the big thing that got to me was so my daughter has a single teacher, easy list. This is what I need. My son, eighth grade, has multiple teachers. Yeah. So instead of getting together, you know, instead of the teachers getting together and say, hey, let's iron, let's iron <laughs> out these lists. It would be sweet if they made links and stuff too or yeah. put it together in like a big package yeah. and said, you click on this <laughs> and you click the checkout button and boom, you got everything. That's that's a I tall really, order. I, I mean, you, you, we, if we wanted to go down this road, we live in an affluent part of the country, right. Massachusetts, where education is king. Yeah, and the amount of just nonsense and nonsense, just like well, what? what? How can you not put two and two together here? And yeah, I mean, to uh, be specific about the nonsense, right? So it's yeah. like civics, right? Yeah, uh, twenty-five pencils, paper. A three ring, a one inch three ring binder. All right. Okay. You know, erasers, that sort of thing. Math, 25 pencils. <laughs> Some paper, a yeah. one inch three ring binder. I'm like, I'm sensing a pattern. Yeah. yeah. Every class, a one inch three ring binder. And then one of the teachers, I forget which class it was, has the sense to say a one inch three ring binder or. Mm. A three-inch re- three-ring binder with a section for this class. Whoa. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Have you discussed this with the other teachers? <laughs> you are because going off script, lady. <laughs> none of them gave permission for a section three-ring binder. And now, I, yeah, now I'm off script. So I threw it all to the wind. You know, and my wife is like, got she, – she went out and bought stuff and she has a stockpile of old school supplies. She's like, yeah. I already have all that. I'm like, I don't care because I don't want to spend the time looking through it. <laughs> So we just, you know, school supply mountain in the living room we were sorting. Yeah. She's got all these one-inch streaming binders. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going even further off script. Not only Don't tell are me we you not- the five-inch. <laughs> five is too much. Actually, I was going to go the other way and go with the two-inch. Oh. No, I, we, we picked up. Uh, so if you search for Trapper Keeper online, Oh, you did not? They still make them? They don't, not oh. really. But if you search for Trapper Keeper, like on Amazon, what comes up instead <laughs> is this new model of binder called a case. It. Oh yeah, there it is, number two. Yeah. Trapper Keeper is the one, the first one. You can buy a one-inch Trapper Keeper binder. So yeah, it right, seems to be like case it here. Someone found it in their basement. So the case it's have, <laughs> it, they, they're. It's like you know what? Why didn't we look for this before? They, they zip shut. So oh. any of the garbage they cram in there during the school day is going to be pencils. well encased in this tomb of nonsense. <laughs> 
It's got the bind. It's got the three ring binder. It's got a pencil case kind of on the side that flops around. Yep. It's got some extra folders and it's got a side pocket. Some of them have room for like a laptop. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that's over the top because now you're carrying it all together. And they got Chromebooks. I, I to, do they all get Chromebooks? They'll, they'll all get Chromebooks. Well, my daughter won't have a Chromebook. My son mm. will, yeah. Yeah. So they'll all have Chromebooks. Um, and that's why we kind of practice the day because it's like, okay, you sit down in your class. Here's how I want you to approach this. First thing you do is take out the case it. You open it. You really to your note. <laughs> Oh, very much. And they can change, you know, they they can have uh they can make executive decisions later. Yeah. But they need a flow, I think, that they're shooting for to start with. And we discussed this as well. Like what this is how I think you should proceed on day one. And as things change, you know, if you feel things you, you should change them, then go ahead and change them. Mm. Because the same thing, teach, teachers on Molly's list, one red folder, five, sorry, one red two-pocket folder. It has to have two pockets. They're very specific about that. <laughs> and I, I asked the kids, like, why do the folders have to have two pockets? Do they use the left pocket and the right pocket for something specific? And they say, no. It's just that all the folders have two pockets. So – well, so are they requesting a two-pocket folder because they need two pockets, or do they just think all folders have two pockets and they felt like writing it down? That's an important detail because one of them allows me some freedom and the other one doesn't. Second line, five folder, two-pocket folders, assorted colors. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm losing my mind over this. Like, what is, uh, does that include red? Like, <laughs> do I have to leave – assorted with everything but red so why didn't you just say six folders it and it's critical that one of them is red i don't, I don't know it's very strange how we address this. six folders one red five do not give a crap about basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, uh... <laughs> the red folder is a critical piece to this puzzle i don't know what's going to go in it but then why are the other ones assorted so is the teacher going to be like get out your red folder we're doing red folder work Get out. I bet the red folder has, a, like you said, a specific person or purpose. Like, I think it's like the back and forth to home. Um, they're bringing everything home. No, no, no. But like, it is responsible for the communication with parents. So that parents check the red oh, folder. Parents check yeah, the red folder. Check the red folder. Yeah. Because they're bringing the case at home. That's key. Everything well, yeah. Right. I mean, all that. But it's, I think yeah. there's going to be like a. You will find the permission slip for the field trip and for the yearbook pictures in the red folder. I feel like that would be an important thing to note on the supply list. The red folder will be used for communicating. Well, they got they can't give everything to you right up front. They gotta like yeah, dribbles of information. They don't want to overwhelm you. you Twenty five <laughs> pencils, five times five classes. <laughs> Should we bring all twenty five pencils in in the first day? No. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, you need a hundred. It says you have four classes. Each one wants twenty-five. Right. Mm. You got to bring twenty-five different pencils to each class. Yeah, those are my math pencils. Oh uh, goodness gracious! Yeah, this. Yeah, so how about this? So my daughter, my daughter now started junior high yesterday, and she comes home and she's like, "Well, I'm like, what about homework? You have any homework? Well, I might. Okay, you might. Yeah. Well, what do you mean you might? Well, I have." See, so the teacher said we have to do this, but I'm not sure. Like, she's, I think we're supposed to do it tonight, but Susie said that we should, we're just have, we're just going to do it in class tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so let's walk. So what are you going to do? I think we're just going to wait. Uh, all right. Cause Susie's going to ask the teacher. Okay. All right. Slow down. Back it up here. Back it up. Let's right. talk this out here, kiddo. What if I what, asked Susie yeah. and I'm waiting for her to ask the teacher and then respond to me? Right. I'm like, all right. Yeah. So let's go with Susie's way. All right. You either have to do it tonight or you're going to do it in class. Susie thinks you're doing it in class. Let's do it with Susie's way. Okay. So what if Susie's right? Okay. Fine. You're no doing problem. A mock school day, just like I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, what if you're right? And you go with Susie's way and you're supposed to do right. it at home and you haven't done it at home because you thought you're going to do it tomorrow. My son from the other, from across the, across the room. Oh, they won't care. It's the first day. I'm like, oh, for, I'm like, now I'm already at it, like a 10. I'm like, are you serious <laughs> with this? This is your attitude. They won't care. Like your first day. Are you serious? I'm like, 
oh, I'm like, oh my gosh. And she's like, no intention of doing this work. And then you know what it was? It was like, I got to put a fi- picture of my, I got to take a, a selfie with the, they all got Chromebooks and they have self cameras. And she, I got to yeah. take a picture of the camera and put it on my profile. Like that was, and a little description. That was the yeah. homework. It was like, mm, just it, it's like a minute. Like to yeah. do, just do the work and don't like, I'm like, and his attitude about it. Oh, they won't care. It's the first day. If we get it wrong, if you don't do it, oh, I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, hmm. it's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting ride here. And I'm like being like super strict about stuff already. I'm like, what homework do you have? Do it now. And then yeah. I was also like, no tech during the week. None. Don't even ask. Don't, not None. even until you have straight A's. Then we can start talking about it. So we're not getting any until we get report cards. And I'm like, yeah, we have to I homework. sat him down tonight. Right. I sat yeah. him down tonight and both. I said, listen, seven o'clock. School starts in two days or like 36 hours at this point. I am going outside to the shed to finish up some bicycle work as you do. I will be back in at 730. When I come in, you you should be brushing your teeth, washing your faces, getting ready for bed. We're going back to the old schedule. We will read until 8.30. You'll have some time alone between 8.30 and 9. But at 9, the screen time shuts off. Like if you're using your devices, everything shuts mm, down okay. 100%. And, and my son goes, well, what about what about messages? Everything. <laughs> everything shuts off. He says, but you usually leave messages on. Like, what did I just say? Everything shuts off. You don't need to be texting people at midnight. You got to wake up. Tomorrow's your practice day. You're getting up at like six. I don't even know what time he has to leave for school. But I got to figure that out. <laughs> that was me too. I had no clue. But we have since figured it out, obviously. But hot, my wife knew. Like, but so yeah, we had like an impromptu thing. I had to go away. We we had a funeral to go to out of state on on Saturday. We get back at midnight on Saturday. I'm like, okay, we have to start. We have school. The bus right. is coming in like 27 hours or something. <laughs> Let's get, like, <laughs> coming tomorrow. And then, yeah, I get up yeah. on Monday like just panic. I'm like, I have no idea when any of this stuff is happening. Like, when is the bus right. coming tomorrow? I'm like. So, but we, yeah, my, my wife had a handle on all that stuff or she knew where to find it all. And we, we just made this huge list of, all right, these are all the things you need to do. Everybody go find your backpack, your lunchbox, like all the stuff. Right. So, but we have managed. It was, yeah, we'll do that. We'll have a checklist tomorrow for them. Make their own lunches, get everything else together. It's, we're, we're almost there, but, uh, but they got to wake up. So tomorrow we're practicing our wake ups and I'll wake them up early. I was pleasantly surprised that all four of my kids got up and were like actually wanting to go to school, like engaged with, I I mean, my son was grousing about it, but he, he did it. (laughs) He was like, okay. I'm like, all right. We had no problems. The bus was ridiculously late. We can get into that if we want, but, uh, and someone hit the bus too. That was today. Yeah. Do you, you want to talk about like the district, not talking to each other or not figuring things out? Yeah. My kids. Took ninety minutes to get home from school on the bus. They were they got home at five o'clock from a three twenty dismissal what? on the first day, and and then this th- they were forty minutes late to school. Late to school, not like the bus was late. Like they got to school forty minutes after school started on the first day. My elementary kids, they can't hire bus drivers. They can't, can't find, hire bus drivers. No, yeah. priced them all out. But the the wor- here's the and you know what the worst part of this thing the whole thing is. Is everyone's going to start driving their kids to school? So yeah. Cars everywhere. It was just going to slow the buses down more. <sighs> and I'm angry about it because then they send they send a revised schedule. So my my junior Grace, my junior high, she gets on first. She's the first bus, which is a different bus than the high school, which is now going to be 20 minutes later. They start school at the same time. They're in the same parking lot. You know where the junior high and the high school? I mean, they're in the same complex. They have two different buses. Yeah. Oi. So, yeah, dealing with that. Yeah. But then logistics, yeah. The same junior high bus is used for the elementary school. So they realize like they can't get it there. So now they're going to have, they said today we got an email. Bus 15 is now coming 10 minutes early for the junior high. And I'm looking at the list. I'm like, okay, stops at Paul Revere one, stops at Paul Revere two. Paul Revere one and two are about maybe a hundred yards, not even a hundred yards from each other. Right. This is stops at 727. At Paul Revere 1. And then guess what time it stops at Paul Revere 2? 7.28. Nope. 7.29? Nope. 7.27? Yep. 
I'm like, this is impossible. And they're taking full attendance of every kid on the bus. I'm like, this is, yeah. this is never going to work. You're going to run late. You have scheduled an impossible task. The bus driver has to drive, stop. Right. You know, when those buses have to come take to a complete stop. Yeah. Stop sign comes out, doors open, shh, everybody in. All right. Take attendance, drive a hundred yards. If that stop door out, whole thing, people on attendance. I'm like, Oh my God. This isn't, you're already, there's three minutes late right there. You're three minutes behind schedule because your schedule is impossible. I'm just, I'm furious about it. I already sent one. Well, they'll learn it. Yeah. They'll learn it the first day for sure. But why the heck? These are junior high kids. They're 12, 13, 14 years old. They can't walk 50 extra yards. Uh, yeah. One extra less stop. And there's go to one of the school committee meetings and, and bring that up, not angrily and, and ask because yeah. they have, they weird, they have weird reasons. I'm not saying they're yeah, good reasons. I know it's state rules. Reasons. I think a lot of it's state mandated. I, I know like the kindergartners. By yeah. state law, unless it's on a dead end street or something, they have to be picked up at their doorstep or have the option to be. There's a lot of strange stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. And there's like sidewalks versus plowing versus crossing the street. Yeah. That, I, it's very bizarre because I was thinking about this when I saw a regular bus picking people up. And I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, that bus is pulled over to pick people up. Yet there's still cars speeding by in the other direction. Right. Yeah. But it's not a school bus. It's a regular bus. Mm hmm. And the reason is because the people are all waiting on the other side of the street for the bus, like a normal person would do. But for a school bus, yeah. they don't let the kids cross the street until the school bus gets there, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess not. You know what I mean? This, yeah. The whole street crossing thing is yeah. like run in front of the bus without looking <sighs> Man, yeah. when we're there because that's the way it needs to be. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, you could save some time <laughs> if the kids just crossed the street before the bus got there. And you t- – yeah. Mm. Yeah, and you're taking responsibility off of the right. the bus driver and just like putting it on the parents. Oh, what a nightmare that would be being the bus driver when you <sighs> slow down. Gosh, yeah. And you go to like pull the sign out and the kid starts running across the street and yeah. you see the driver coming the other way texting and stuff. And you're like, this kid's going to die right in front of me. Yeah. Like, every well, single stop, you're going to be yeah. like, I'm going to witness a murder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. One of the kids in my soccer team, his, her twin brother got tagged by like that. He was okay, but yeah, just got hit by a person driving nice oh they didn't speak english they didn't realize they were supposed to have a driver's license that was their (laughs) reason yeah i'm not sure having the license really uh i don't just i would i'm just like are you there's just you can't yeah there's not you're not getting anywhere okay have a nice day you just almost killed my kid there's nothing we can do here right oh man um yeah so so with school starts, soccer starts. We we still haven't finalized teams yet, which is we got. Man. You haven't finalized teams. We uh, we have back and forth because the seventh eighth graders have. Th- there's some difference of opinion between the eighth grade. There's three teams. Yeah, I coach the what was the middle team, but now when they get in seventh and eighth grade, they merge, and the eighth grader, oh, yeah. the eighth grade guy is has been slow to sort of engage on this. And now he's like, yeah, I have 12. I want four from your team. And I'm like, wait, what? So we, we are having this weird, like late registration issue at this point. <clears throat> and they're not even really late. Cause we leave the registrations open really long. But for the people that are going to get bored by this, the example is there's always this time. Uh, let's say late in the season for me, when I am trying to, oh my god, the boys went over the list too. When I am trying to um, iron out the teams, I'm trying to pick how many teams we can have. Right. Yeah. So with some math, we got seven on seven for the the grade three four, and it's like nine kids on the team is the bare minimum. And I had twenty six girls registered and i'm like okay i think we'll be able to make three teams if i can just get one more registration right so i'm super psyched i pushed hard found worked out i'm like oh we 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 made it we made it to 27 i think we'll be in the clear i'd love to get 10 girls on the team but also the league has a maximum roster size of 12 so i'm like okay four teams really means we need 40 registrations or yeah. you know, thirty six plus to have four teams of ten at forty would be great. So three teams is going to be perfect. There's no way we're going to get close to that. Well, we now have thirty nine registrations. Oh yeah, 
And I waitlisted them. I, oh, I capped yeah. it at 36. Yep. I made three teams. We submitted them to the league. And we had three more girls registered mm. that are now pissed. Yeah. You know, posting on Facebook, oh, messaging really? everybody. Oh, How no. come my girl's not playing? Et cetera, et cetera. What's going on? This is such a hard mess. struggle for me because I'm like, we have to plan on one side. On the other side, I'm like, everybody should get to play. But Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. But now what I want to do is split it to four teams, but it's like we have to talk to the league about this and we've already submitted and they're yeah. already making the schedules. Right, right. Now, yeah. yeah. So it messes everything up downstream. Mm. So if we – either way, we have to apply for like larger rosters – and I don't know. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. I hear you. And I'm, I'm yeah. I'm first, making a note. First, so I, I looked. I went in and I looked at the registrations, and now I'm like going to text somebody because there's <laughs> one in here that's all messed up. And um, so <clears throat> I'm not talking for a moment. So you have to take over. Okay. Well, he's while he's doing soccer. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to. Uh, like bring down this whole thing with more soccer talk. We did get an email uh, from dude at dude.com. So someone doesn't want us to know their, uh, um, their email address or their identity. And it says, Hey guys, any new audible book recommendations? Um, and that's it. So I've listened to a handful <laughs> of books recently and, and uh, I listened to a couple by Neil Gaiman. And if I've not recommended him in the past, but just because I haven't listened, I, I had listened to one of his books, a graveyard, something, I think uh, I listened to the ocean at the end of the lane and then Neverwhere, both of which I've recent, I've recent in the last, like, well, let's see. I finished uh, the ocean at the end of the lane, June 10th. And I just finished Neverwhere on August 17th. Um, I have a, I keep a, a list of when I listen to books and when I finish them. I have 400, well, about well, over 500 books I've listened to. Um, but anyways, Neil Gaiman, if you're not familiar with him, he, uh, he, he, it's like sort of quasi supernatural. Like at least the ocean at the end of the lane, you're like, I was, and it's kind of funny with an audiobook. Like you can listen and you kind of follow along, but you can kind of check out a little bit. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, what? What happened? They disappeared into another world and, uh, wait, rewind back 30 seconds, back 30 seconds. What happened? And, um, yeah, you're deep in this email. I can only talk by myself for so long without preparing. Uh, anyways, listen to that. I listened to, let's no, see. No, no, I'm, I'm listening. It's cool. Let's see what else I listened to. Uh, Rosemary's Baby by Ira Levin, which is, I've heard, you know, it's an older book, but yeah, that's crazy and weird. And I've always heard the reference, uh, it's a demon like Rosemary and I never, and so I would listen to that. Well, I was going to say there was a new Stephen King book out, which I usually love, and I, I arbitrarily just added to the list and listened to, and um, did not like it. Oh, really? The the long walk. The long walk. I didn't know there was a new one out. Yeah. So I mean, he writes so many books that some of the more recent ones I've like, like Cell was weird. Uh, I don't know. Was another one. Some of them are hit or miss now. Sal, I liked. You did. Mm. The long walk was just, I was waiting for it to uh, take a turn. Mm. And it never did. Never did. Uh, so I, I I don't know. I wouldn't recommend that one at all. I listened to, uh, there's a couple of books I don't have in here for sure. I listened to uh, a book by Andy Weir, The Martian. I never have read them book or uh seen the movie so that was interesting um that is a decent and then i listened to another one that i had in him by him that i had listened to four years ago or something and it's i like the book but talk about gratuitous language he's swearing all through it and i'm like oh this is kind of an interesting story and he gets into like a lot of the um like the math about stuff, which I kind of find funny. Like he's like, okay, I need 300 liters of water and this is what I have of hydrogen. And this is how I'm going to make the oxygen by burning the jet fuel and blah, 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 blah. And I end up with this and then the reaction. And it's kind of funny how he walks through it, but then out of nowhere, he's just like, and I was like, oh, like this could be a kind of an interesting book for my kids to listen to. And then I'm like, it's just F bomb this F bomb. And it's like, I 
don't hate the swearing in books, but it's just one that it didn't, it was gratuitous. It didn't add to the story at all and just out of nowhere. So, and the other one I listened to, Andrew Weir, was m- even worse. And it was like a lot of stupid sex innuendo and stuff. I'm like, this is just uncomfortable. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't need to like my, uh, I listened to a book about critical race theory. That was interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Getting woke. Mm, sort of the opposite. <laughs> so definitely, <laughs> sort of the opposite. It was, uh, uh it was definitely, uh, it, it, not getting great. Well, it was about how, uh, critical race theory and intersectionality and some of these things and the impact that are having in the church or within the church. Oh, which is sort of the title. What? Okay. It's, it, it was a, okay. Back to it was, I, by, you know, it be- was by an African American, uh, preacher and he's now somewhere in africa but he was educated in the u.s yeah um yeah it yeah it's sort of interesting but yeah for different reasons so yeah full disclosure i i i don't even really know what critical race i can't really even talk too much about it either like I, i it's one of the like you can listen you can listen to these books like uh white fragility or I, so the book I listened to was fault lines. Right. <clears throat> and it actually I'm not mentioned. saying I've read something and didn't understand it or believe it to be true. I'm yeah. literally saying the <laughs> no, most I, I know about it are those words, yeah. but now I can Google, I can start to Google it now. Yeah. And, uh, it, it's, it's something I think you should be made. Of, I think you should, uh, I, I need to read up more. I need to know more about it. So I, I'm, I'm, because it's, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff and it's in the kids' education now and it's. Right. That, just, some of this, I mean, so much stuff is being normalized now and some of it's okay. Some of it's, I don't think it's necessarily okay, but I don't know. It doesn't, I, I don't want to get into a big like discussion about the, <laughs> is that one the pros and cons. Uh, <laughs> well, the thing with the, the intersectionality, there's parts of intersect and. <clears throat> I don't, I don't really know what intersectionality is. Intersectionality either. is like, if you think about. Intersectionality. Like, uh, LGBTQ plus all that stuff. And you think about the Black Lives Matter and you think about, uh, critical race theory. So it has nothing to suddenly, do with intersex. It actually no, has to, it do, has do, to with do with the intersectionality of these different social movements and how they intersex overlap. like two lines or a Venn diagram, yeah. not yes. like sex. Yes, not, <laughs> no. Oh, yes, right. It's not as fun as you want it to be. So, no, but it's like how these, there's overlapping between, and, and there's also conflict between these different, uh, like groups and some of them. So, um, you know, there's like, lot, there's a lot to learn. Do I have to keep it's, learning it's, when I, I get older? It's a very good question because <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I, I'm not saying this, I'm not editorializing this in any way, and this is not a, a judgment call on the Black Lives Matter movement, right? I'm, I don't want to do this, but the Black Lives Matter group was started by like four lesbians, right? So there's, there's, there's an intersectionality there, and people want to either reinforce that or they want to tear it apart and be like, this is a lesbian group that is for, you know, the pro-gay agenda, blah, 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 blah. And there's also like, well, that's, of course it is. These are the minority groups that are like, you know, don't have the equality that everybody deserves and all this stuff. So you go, you have to, I'm trying to educate myself a little bit on it. And the book that I read was Fault Lines by Vody Bachman. And he talks about how these different things are going to tear, are tearing the church apart. And I will agree with that because I have, we, you know, you have conversations. I've had conversations with people in, in church, my church, in other churches, people that go to church, the same types of church I go to that say like systemic racism doesn't exist. And other people are like, I'm, I know that systemic racism because I'm a victim of it, you know? And so you get both sides of that. Um, so it, and, and then people get like, even the stupid vaccine, right? We've, we, I've, I've talked about it before. Like this. Well, even understanding that you can yeah. never really see something from someone else's perspective. I yeah. think I've said this before where I, I like to, I, I, I tend to think that, uh, and I, how should I put this? As someone who rides a bicycle and gets, casually threatened oh, yeah uh, this is funny frequently right and the, the microaggressions the, the microaggressions is a good way to put it body the automobile coaches um yeah i i tend to, i i start to feel like is this how like women feel all the time just 
Like they feel like they're in danger in different situations. And I sort of project that the other way. And then I think like, wait, this is, am I being out of place trying to compare myself to their situation? Cause it could never be the same. I can also imagine being yelled at for thinking that as well. Yeah, you get, uh, you'll never understand. It's not the you'll same. You'll never understand. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, but I'm trying to understand. <laughs> is it like that? Just you, you asking. Can, I know. Where you have, because well, I literally, right, this <sighs> sounds the same. I literally will not go down certain streets because they are too dangerous mm-hmm. to me because the risk is too high. Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, right. I, that's exactly the same. Well, but no, you'll. Mm, not exactly. <laughs> not exactly. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm being a little bit tongue in cheek here because it, to you, it's exactly the same, right? But in the same way, like you said, they can't, you can't ever be really experience what somebody else experienced. I wouldn't even, I would even go out on a limb and say, I'm more likely to die. Like in my scenario, <laughs> oh, the risk geez. is much higher, but the feeling, <laughs> the feeling is the same. The feeling of being at risk, the feeling of, of being vulnerable, being exposed, say. yeah, yeah, being yeah. Vul- uh, yeah, I understand. It's I would I would say it, it doesn't the the statistics don't have to match. All that matters is that the t- statistics are high enough where you feel vulnerable or you don't feel like you're safe. So anyway, I don't know how we got off on that tangent, but uh, that's yeah, I, I, and I, I don't. I'm, I'm real cautious to not. Uh, promote or demo or because I, I think it's important to kind of understand all the, I like to try to re- understand multiple viewpoints like I've read this fault lines book I've also read or listened to whatever white fragility I've listened to the, a book which I found amazing by Martin uh, of uh, speeches by Martin Luther King which I think was better than both of these um, it, I I think it's important to kind of understand this stuff. I don't want to like give too much credit to any of these things. So I don't know if I'm trying to come across in any sort of way, but, and I'm, I, and you, you're saying, well, you got to take a stand or whatever, right? I, I do. I, I think there's important things to take a stand on. I don't think for me, this is any of these is an important thing to take a stand on. So, uh, anyways. So we went on vacation hole. last week. Yeah. Well, do you have any, um, wait, I recommended a bunch of books. I talked about a whole bunch of books I was going to do. You can answer the email or no? I haven't. Um, no I didn't one from I didn't Stephen answer King. The, oh, do you want me to answer it verbally? I'm looking. Yes, I'm looking at my phone, but I'm looking at the books. So I haven't been listening to a lot lately. Oh, Billy. So another Stephen King was actually this is the new one. It's called Billy Summers. Oh, uh, that one was pretty good. Typical. I was going to say I thought the long walk was long. I mean, the old. long walk is old. Yeah, but I picked it up anyway. Okay. Billy Summers was the new one. That was pretty good. Um, why is this up here? Go away. I don't think I have any other recent ones, really. I, I kind of re-listened to a few. I have some of these these um great courses I always listen to, Understanding mm. Complexity. So you see, you're telling me you're still learning. Yeah, it's learn. true. It's true. Yeah. Um, I do need some. I do need something to focus on. Hmm. Well, I'm going to start. I told the kids, like I, my son and my daughter, like, well, I mean, you get book assignments. Let me know. I want to, I want to read them with you. I'll listen to ah, them. They can read. <laughs> that is a good idea. So that I can help them with their work and stuff. Cause they go was, faster than me, to be honest. So they, they, they'll, they'll plow through them. They have time. And then, yeah, my motor coach I'll, will help me. My motor coach commute. It's not even enough time in the motor coach, but yeah. Well, I guess, if I can, yeah. Well, I, yeah, maybe I have to spend some time doing walks at night. So we went on a vacation. Yeah, as you do in the summer. As you do in the summer. Down um, to our fancy pants Martha's Vineyard home with my mother-in-law. And there there were some highlights that are worth sharing, I think. Do it. Um, <clears throat> well, some people could be listening, so I have to I have to – approach this gently i should say but it's always it's always interesting to me um for people that say vacation or travel and visit their parents or their partner's parents their mm-hmm. in-laws or you know if you're not married your partner's parents whatever uh, there's it's very eclectic maybe is the word there's always some traits about the visit things they do what they're stubborn about uh, 
it usually revolves around that. What they, what the, all those little hills they absolutely will die on, and there are many of them. Right? They don't pick one hill. It's like everything you know, everything you say is is they're willing to battle you on. And one of the ones that's most fascinating to me is that so they live on Martha's Vineyard, which is an island, and anyone who lives in a warm climate near a beach. Uh, what's one of the things that you can think of about a beach house? Uh, outdoor shower. Outdoor shower. <laughs> really? I guess first right. thing. First thing in your mind. Oh, is, nice. Is outdoor shower. All right. So <laughs> every time we visit, the same this comes up where we we uh, we bring our we bring our bicycles down mm-hmm. and uh, we ride around the island and we go to a beach and we swim. We get all salty and then we bike home. We get all sweaty because it's far away. We're all dirty and sandy and salty and sweaty. And we always get a stern warning on upon re- arrival, like before the hello, even. Yeah. Don't bring any sand in the house. It's I impossible. I, shouldn't, I really shouldn't do the mother-in-law voice in the show. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that. Don't bring any sand in the house, okay? Yeah. You please. need to rinse off outside. Like, rinse rinse off with what? With the hose out back, of course. <laughs> like, But the hose is icy cold. And I... Not a big fan of ice cold water after a nice, enjoyable day at the beach. And so one night I brought it up and I said, because I've brought it up several times, but this trip one night, I said, listen, um, whenever you're ready, I, I will absolutely help or provide money or assistance or whatever you need for the to, to get an outdoor shower around here. Because this is the only house on the island that does not have an outdoor shower, basically. I don't know why. Yeah, that's surprising. Okay. And my – I'm going to get in trouble for this, aren't I? My <laughs> – the explanation I got was twofold from my mother-in-law. Two hills. Two hills that she wants to die on. Wow. All right. One is that an outdoor shower is bad for the septic system. What? Exactly. Right. Uh, my father-in-law works for the water department. Knows full well that's absurd. For some reason won't. What's septic? It doesn't go in the septic. Yeah, I'm I'm well aware. It's the exact opposite. Point two, <laughs> it doesn't matter anyway, Randy, because all of the outdoor showers use cold water. Just also definitely not true. I've never been in the old cold. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. And I I don't know how much I <sighs> It's one of the, the both of those statements on separate they happened on separate occasions, and I'm giving this like con, I'm confounded, I'm whatever, I'm bedazzled, bedraggled. My, <laughs> the look I'm making, like, okay. what do you, what do you mean? They're all cold water because I, I was like, it's we can't, we just came back from a beach on the other side of the island and we rode through this neighborhood and it was amazing because it was basically the end of the day and you could see everybody. Everybody was outside taking a shower. Like, they had all come home. All the showers were on. Every house. And I'm like, you're telling me that all those people are taking cold showers? She's like, of course. How has she never been in one by just by change? Like, she's been on that island forever, right? You said? Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, I'm starting to think there's... I don't know. At this point, I think I need to call somebody. (laughs) I, yeah, I don't want to like speak ill of the right, the living. Um, I just don't want to speak ill. <laughs> so, so that I mean, you can so just know. extend extend that to the rest of our trip. Yeah, right. And navigating and imagine a lot of anger behind those statements as well, and 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 uh, unwillingness to budge. That's how the trip went. Um, so my, so we, we, my wife leaves with a lot of anxiety and, um, fans as well. There are a lot of fans. What do you mean? Fans? Like so <laughs> air moving fans. Yeah. It's another one of these. Um, I don't know. It's like when my grandparents used to try to make, I'd say I'm thirsty and they'd pour me a glass of prune juice. Like this is the dumbest. <laughs> Right. It's like, no, I'd, I'd really just like water. Water would be fine. Well, I already poured it. You drink it, you ungrateful loot, whatever. Uh, who drinks prune juice? Well, they do, clearly. But <laughs> this makes them regular. The 
So I think I counted them at one point. There was like one, two, three, four, five. Six. I mean, there's a, like 13 fans gone high 24 hours below 24 hours a day in this place so it's just like you're in a wind tunnel all the time and same sort of thing i'm like you know i haven't i didn't check the backs of these things but i'm fairly certain the wattage is kind of high on on some of these fans like they're not they're not nothing and we you know we could put in some some mini splits, put some air conditioning in here and it would knock down the humidity because it's like real damp in there and things are getting moldy and gross and smelly. Out of the question. We don't want comfort. We just want <laughs> fan noise and hot you, air swirling around. You're going to make the jump to mini split? Not even like the window AC unit? Well, yeah, we could do a window AC. Well, so this is the stuff that my wife and I are conspiring for like next year. I am just going to ship boxes there in advance and be like don't open those right they're secrets one of them is going to be a window air conditioner that we're going to put in our room while we're there and one of them is going to be uh an rv camp shower that runs on propane (laughs) it's like a you know it's like a uh an on-demand hot water heater and what was amazing about it was we went to visit one of her friends on the island and I was telling them a story about the outdoor shower. And their their kid Wait, 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 back up. You said something about yeah. a portable propane something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, um just an on-demand water heater. Oh. It's got hose oh. hookups. Like but it's meant for RV right. camping. Like okay, it's meant yeah. where you just you hook a propane tank to it. You're not you gonna just demand that they put in a shower. Uh that doesn't work, as I've explained. Uh, yeah, I know you did, but you you have a way sometimes of overriding people on there. Um, I, I feel like you. I don't know. This is this whole. Maybe I don't think you should. I think you should go with the portable thing that you can use at other places. Yeah. Or are you going to leave it there? Oh, I would leave it there. Oh, all yeah. right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So to sort of add insult to injury, right? So I was lamenting the story to her friends and and their their son who's like twelve. Goes, oh, yeah, we just put one of those in. Like, I think they already had one. But and I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, walk, takes me around the side of the house. And he's like, look. And they, <laughs> there's this. He just he's like, I just built this with my dad. And they built these. Wait, this was a neighbor? Uh, Sort of a neighbor. Nearby, Wait a second, yeah. though. Time out. This gives credence to the her comment that all the showers are cold. They didn't have an outdoor shower at all. They had just moved into this place. Okay. All right. All right. And it's like kind of, let's, I don't want to speak ill of it. It's not like a great house. It's kind of dumpy. Okay. So they added the outdoor shower, but like very quickly. Okay. And sure enough, he's got one of these RV propane. He's got the propane tank in there and he's got the heater hanging up and the hose hooked up to it. It's like... Simple. As simple yeah. as could be. Yeah, that's what I want. That would do the trick. But anyway, so the, the the reason why I don't press the issue is because like we leave there and my wife's anxiety levels are to the moon. So you mean any you, issues that I press when you go there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, when we go there, I mean the, the levels start ramping up from before we even leave our own house. But by the time we leave there uh, over the moon is what I'm saying. Takes mm. a bit. It takes a bit. So if I press any sort of issues, you know, that's going to be a burden on her as well. She find the paper. Sounds you like heard she that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's, okay. Yes, you found the paper. That's good. Well, there's, but there's all kinds of there's a hilarious stuff that you probably see in your in your in your uh, relatives' homes as well. Like my well, favorite thing yeah. is the is the breakfast. Is essentially required to be bagels with cream cheese. You gotta have bagel breakfast. Everyone has bagels. They eat bagels every day and they put them in this toaster oven that they use every day. But it's like the worst toaster oven. They spend a ton of money on this thing and it's huge. But to make toast, to toast a bagel in it, it has a dial timer. It's a dial that goes up to like 90 minutes or some nonsense. But you want to set it for like two minutes. And the two-minute 
part. It's like the speedometer minutes. on your car, where if yeah. you try to go five miles an hour, yeah, there is no five. Yeah, you know, yeah, right? There, it doesn't yeah, <laughs> It just doesn't exist, and it's you know, it's loose, right? So you you just is it on two minutes? Is it on three minutes? Like it just makes a significant difference. So you have to stand in front of the toaster watching it because all of a sudden it just turns black and you know, oh yeah, like seven seconds. I think that's a that's a thing. I, I again, I don't really want to speak ill of the old either, but. <laughs> Like, I know that's the whole the to- show. toaster ovens become a thing. It seems toaster like because ovens, yeah. we had a fine toaster here, and then it was like, no, no, you need this toaster oven. And I'm not even going to say which parents bought the toaster, <laughs> oven. but it was like all of a sudden now we got, I have this fancy. I just want some toast and or a bagel and toasted in the morning, but I have to have this like two by two foot square thing on the counter that does a million different features, but. Doesn't toast well, right? It doesn't it, toast. It's like, it's not basically an oven. It's a small it's oven and they're not, I want something that has like a really hot element right close to the bread to burn it or toast it as you will, uh, and to char it or whatever. And no, that's not what these ovens are for. And it's like, ugh, come on. So then, yeah, that was one time. And then, you know, we have since replaced that one with an even more feature filled one of different, I, I, I just, I'm just like, okay, yeah. We want to get you a new toaster. And then air fryer has been pushed on us a couple of times. And my wife, that was like the, the limit for it, which is a sort of a funny thing because then she got a pressure cooker that does like, or not a pressure cooker. I think it is an air fryer. Hmm, I don't know. I, I've sort of lost track. At first she was resistant to the air fryer because she's just like, I don't have room anymore. I can't fit any more things in my house on my counters, but we have since gotten one. So I don't know. The the kitchen gadgets are funny. The kitchen, the kitchen gadgets, gadgets are definitely funny. Yeah. yeah. And you're just like, I don't use any of this. You have a sharp knife and a fork and a spoon and maybe an oven and uh, uh, some sort of cooktop. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I we have to have being, a... Being in someone else's home, yeah. even though they're, they're always very welcoming in the sense, oh, when are you going to come visit? We really yeah. want to see you again. But at the same time, they really don't want us there at all. Like, it's very disruptive to their – maybe on the inside, they're kind of like, oh, there's people in my home, you know? Getting yeah, well, sand everywhere and – The sand thing's funny. So, all. like, how did they – how does she expect you to keep them the sand off? Like, what's the – She expects – Just the, the cold thing and that's going to work? The cold hose, yeah. Hmm. She expects us – but this is – explains part of the trauma of my wife growing up is that's what every day they would go to the beach. She would take them to the beach every day and then she'd bring them home every day and then she'd stand them outside and spray them with the freezing ice cold hose water until they were clean. I just don't think it's going to work. It can't be effective. Well, how so? You got to add soap? No one's like, I mean, you go into the beach, you're in the ocean. You're getting sand in your bathing suit. No one's sticking a cold hose down their bathing suit to rinse out the... They may have. I didn't ask those details. Really? But have you? Stick a cold hose down my bathing suit? Yeah. <laughs> no, I never use the hose. So then you're dragging sand in the house. Yeah, I refuse to use the hose. Well, so the- I mean, I, I brushed <laughs> off mean? and this I would, a- I'd basically go take a shower in the shower. <laughs> no wonder it's stressful. You guys Which, are of course, goes <laughs> from ice cold water to 180 scalding water, because why? Like, why? <laughs> why is the hot water heater set to 180? Like, it's 180? Kidding. Really? Like... It will burn you in an instant. It is so hot. <laughs> Scalding when it's water. And, and it doesn't have it doesn't have a regulator on it. So you'll be like, oh, this is pretty nice. And then someone touches a faucet somewhere in the house and it fires over to ice cold and then and then straight to the depths of hell. And you it will scald you. Like you will Yeah. You can't just turn the hot water on on the faucet and be washing your hands because if you go and get soap and then you put your hands back under the faucet, you yeah. will have second degree burns. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. So it's a good time. Yeah. yeah. Real good time. Lots of lots of fond memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a couple, couple weekends memories. ago we went and visited my parents and yeah, it's it's good, but it's like kind of stressful. And I didn't tell anybody in my siblings because my two of my siblings' family live close. Um and I, I'm glad they all came. The cousins have a good time. I kind of, but it just pivoted a little bit as to what I was expecting the weekend to be. And it, it turned out fine. It turned out really good, actually. But uh, I, you know, I want to like go chill out and like just sit on the 
but it's, it just, it doesn't, it's not, it's not that, that's not it. And I can't stop with that sort of mentality. It's the cousins are there and it's feeding 20 people at once. And it's three meals a day like that. And where's everybody sleeping tonight? Get the arrow beds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, all right. So it's a lot great. of work. I mean, yeah. it's awesome memories for the kids, but for me, it's not. Because we didn't get down to the beach this year, like because we went to California instead. So we usually go to the beach and we have a kind of a chill week where just as a family and we, you know, sit on the beach all day, go home, have some quick dinner, and go get ice cream, right? So it's yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so now we're back to school though. That's stress. Back to school. Is it going to be stress? We'll see. I don't know. I felt really bad. And actually, I had my, I sat my son down before I put him on the bus. I'm like, listen, I know I've said a lot of times, like, I'm nervous about this year. And I am nervous about this year. But um, I want you to, like, this is going to be, like, a lot of people really enjoy their high school experience. And some people hate it. Some people love it. I think it's just, it's a, it's a pivotal part of your life. And I want you to, yeah. I'm here to support you. I want you to have a good time. I want you to try new things, meet new people. Oh, this is the other thing. Get your varsity letter. That's, well, I do want him to do activities. Like, I definitely want him to be involved. I'm like, don't just sit there and go. Th- Some people do, and they never get involved, and then they just like, eh, it was boring. Well, yeah, you got to stick your neck out every once in a while. Here's one thing that is worth talking about. Stick your neck out, you know. Okay, okay. You know, try things. Yeah. Um, What the heck did you think? I'm not Nothing even going to go back to that. It's fine. My son had his... His annual physical, his 14-year-old physical there. So I'm yeah. sitting there and the doctor comes in. And I usually, the, this the, my wife will take them and they it's whatever. I'm, how's everything? Fine. Checked out. So anyways, he weighs him, does the, the thing, does the other thing, you know, weight, height. Okay. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. How are you eating? Doing this, that. Okay. Oh, fine. I know where this is going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so do you use any nicotine? I'm like, wait, nicotine. what? Nicotine. I'm like, hold on. You, and I'm like, you just asked him straight up like that? Like, you didn't ease into it? And he's like, no. All right. Cause, uh, nicotine's terrible for you in all forms. No matter vaping, you know, cigarettes, tobacco, chewing, yeah. don't do it. You, you may see things that say it's good or fine or whatever. It's not, vaping's harmless. It's not. It's terrible for you. <laughs> the doctor's saying this to him. Right. Okay. All right. How about alcohol? No, <laughs> wait, you're just going to keep going. How about drug? Whoa. All right. We're this just es- this is escalating. And then, uh, he says, uh, no, no, no. And I'm like, well, would he just come out and say it right here? And maybe that's why he just gives him these questions maybe. like totally unexpected so that well, he, well, it's also because the doctor has a limited amount of time and just wants to cut to the chase. Yeah. But I feel like you should have gone in the other direction. You do any cocaine? Whoa. What? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> How about just some beer? Well, yeah, and then, uh, but then we're not done. Then he was like, "All right, how about you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend?" And he says, uh-huh. "No." And he's like, "All right, if it was a boy, would and if he were did, would it be a boyfriend or would it be a girlfriend <laughs> or would it be I don't know?" And I'm like, "Wait, holy jeez!" Like you're like, "I don't even know." I know. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> "I don't know if I want him to answer this in front of me." Uh, I'm not ready. Like I, you gotta. I need to. Well, have that's a what I thought he was gonna go this. straight into. Like, just are you sexually active? Well, right? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Oh man, if he had said yes, I wonder if he would have. I bet he would have. Holy jeez. You bet he would have said yes? No, if he said, yeah, I have a uh, boyfriend or girlfriend, he would have said, are you sexually active? I think the doctor would have said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I bet there was an arc to that question. There was an arc. But, you know, it was just like, uh, okay, all right. And then, you know, it was was just, I'm like, wow. That's it. All matter of fact. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's fine. It is fine. And it's good that the doctor, he's like, yeah, I got to get used to this. These are the things we start to ask when you're 14 so that, you know, your parents are still here. You answer and you have discussion in front of them. And because by the time you're 16 and you're doing this yourself and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you're bringing, he's go, you think he's going to get to the doctor by himself when he, in two right. years? I don't know about that, but you're driving in here yourself. I'm like, holy man. <laughs> Did you make it to your doctor's appointment? Yeah. I had a doctor's appointment <laughs> yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. Are you kidding me? <laughs> What's a doctor? More like, <laughs> I have a doctor. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. What's an appointment? Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be. I'll, I'll go next week. No, it doesn't work like that. Like you can't just go. No, I guess I'll just go now. It's eight p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Do it tomorrow. No, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh man, the other thing. Does you said Matt, you said your son will come home and take a shower? 
Yeah. Uh, my son, like, will go to school, go run for two hours across country, and doesn't even cross his mind to take a shower. I'm not even sure he took a shower tonight. I, I, I texted my wife furiously as I was recording. I'm like, oh no, did he take a shower? And didn't, didn't I don't know what the motivation is, cause it's, it's awfully erratic. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's been. Huh. He took one before going to cross country practice. He went to cross country practice today because they were, he got an email that said they were going to run to get ice cream, even though he's not on the cross country team. Yeah. He went to their practice to run to get ice cream huh. <laughs> and said, I need money, yeah. which he did not give me any change for. Well, he did take a shower. I did get a text message response. I just checked. So, oh, very good. Yeah, that's good. That's good news. Don't want to be the smelly kid. Dad, no, we don't want to be. The well, it's kid. also like you're gonna go to bed like that, all greasy and whatnot. Yeah, and get the sheets all nasty. Yeah, you can wash those. I know, but let's not get in the habit of this, right? All right, cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.